everyone. Welcome to Spice Chaos. Happy Monday, everybody. It's regular so day. It is. It is. It is. Yes. Your co-host over there is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. Yes. And your co-host over there is Leanne from Spice Plans. Gosh, we nailed this intro, Caitlin. We did so good. That was, I think, our, our most professional one. Do we even need to make the rest of the episode? I don't even know if we need to make the rest of the episode. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> we'll see you the next one. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh. Just kidding. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. So today, when we're recording this, is 10 10, and it's yes. Caitlin's anniversary, y'all. It is. It's our 11th year anniversary, which is, which is awesome. It's cool. It's nice to be, I don't know, like, I like that we're past the phase where we have to like go out to dinner or do anything like crazy big or whatever. I mean, I'd enjoy a vacation, but not right now. So we're just going to eat cake and hang out and Brian is cleaning today. So yeah, that's what we're doing. What is he cleaning? Um, okay. So he collects quite a lot of trash next to his chair. So he's cleaning up all of his recycling from next to his chair. And then he's kind of like a flat surface person. So if anything, if we have a flat surface, he tends to put his things. And so on top of the mantle, he's going to clean off. And then my side of the bedroom is clean, but he not, he needs to clean his side of the bedroom. So those are the things that he's working on today. Oh, Man, I remember when I used to be able to live in a house where I could leave stuff out. Oh, (laughs) is Jamie not that way? No. Okay. So like, he is like legitimately OCD. Oh, that's kind of hard. Well, and see, like, I know that that term gets thrown around a lot. Yeah. To describe people that maybe aren't really, you know. Um, but yeah, he, he, yeah, but he really does have like some things. Uh-huh. Okay. So like, for instance, when we're snacking on the couch at night, like watching TV, right. We don't have like the bag of popcorn out there with us on the couch. Like he gets the bag out of the pantry, opens it and pours the snack into a bowl and then puts the bag away. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like we're out here, you know, at the couch with like all these bags of snacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. we might have like a few little bowls of snacks but it's like it looks very orderly <laughs> yeah you know so then like when I'm at home alone or like when he's in bed asleep and I'm up and I'm like watching tv I just get the bag and bring it to the couch and just eat it well there you go because I'm just regular <laughs> <You're> just regular <laughs> but then <laughs> then there was one time that I was sitting downstairs on the couch watching tv and he was supposedly asleep Mm-hmm. Well, I heard him get up and go to the bathroom and girl, I got those chips put away so fast. Oh my God. That's so like, funny. He's going to come down here and see me sit on the couch with this bag of chips. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you got to just train him to start doing everything that you did before you moved in there and just let him deal. <laughs> so I, I actually do. am doing quite a few things that I used to do. For instance. Oh, good. My computer is basically like out on a surface, like on a cabinet or a somewhere in the kitchen. Like my computer is out like all the time. Right. Okay. 
So normally it's just charging because I know, you know, in two days I'm going to need it for the podcast. So I'm extra like that. I like well, plug it in and have it ready. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, like it's out all the time. And there's like always like my sunglasses and like my keys and my lip balm, like all that stuff now is just like out in the kitchen. Oh, there you go. Yes. Like he has just gotten to where when he tidies up, he just like aligns it nicely. Totally. And you have a new development, right? You're not going to have to go to the grocery store anymore. Okay. So yeah, this week, well, this was our last week, just the two of us before he goes back to work. Yeah. So today, while you guys are listening to this, Jamie is at work on his first day of his new job. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm very happy for him and he loves the company. It's a small little company. It's only 10 minutes from home. Perfect. Yes. Like there's so much good about it. Um, but it's like, this was supposed to be our last week. And then we went to Asheville at the beginning of the week and really had a rough time. Yeah. Like he's just been distracted and just like, not like, and I understand like he's been out of work for a while. Yeah. So, you know, he's nervous about going back. Um, but, but anyway, um, I don't know, Mm -hmm. we, we've moved through this week and I kind of made it clear to him, like, the first part of this week was really rough for me. Like he needs to remember, like you're going back to work and it's going to affect you and it's going to affect me too. Right. You know, like I needed for him to know like that I was experiencing some stuff too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I told him and listen, I do not even want to hear what people have to say about this, but he and I had to have a fight at the hotel about him wearing his mask. Oh man. And it was just like, okay, I get it that it's kind of dumb for us to walk out of our room down the stairs and to the breakfast table and only wear the mask when we're out of our room and then take it off immediately when we get to the table. Sure. Like, I know, like, I understand that like, theoretically it's dumb. Yeah. And I wonder, like, I mean, those policies are in place for a reason. So I, I wonder what the purpose is behind it. Well, I mean, you know, it's like, you can't be, so we, we stayed in a bed and breakfast. Mm -hmm. So it was basically like this, just big old house, you know? And I know that like, as far as COVID guidelines are concerned, you can't have a hotel and not require your guests to be masked. Right. Exactly. So, you know, we're walking from our room downstairs to breakfast and I have on my mask and these two other people that we pass in the hall had their mask on and he did not have his mask on. Uh Oh, so we went out to the car and got something. And then on the way back to the, to the hotel, I was like, you got to put your mask on. And we had to have a fight like right there in the parking lot. I was like, look, I know that theoretically it's stupid for you to have to wear a mask for that tiny little short distance when there's no one around. Right. But the rules of the hotel say that you have to. And right. I don't want to be that woman that is with that guy that refuses to put a mask on. Sure. That makes sense. Uh, Yeah. Like while everybody else is walking around and I said, and you make me go to the grocery store every week for like two hours with my mask on, breathing in that nasty mask air while I pick up groceries from the shelves. Right. And And not to mention like more exposure while you're there. Yes. And I finally was just like in the midst of this fight and it wasn't even like I was angry. I said, and from now on, I'm going to order the groceries. Yep. And I said, because you hate wearing this mask here, I hate wearing it there. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of use that as like a, but I also explained to him that when I order things from Instacart, I don't do impulse buying. Uh-huh. 
you know so it's like if something is four cents more on mm-hmm. instacart than it is in the store if you think about it once i've gone to the store and picked up six impulse items that were not on my list i've spent way more than that online order would have been yeah exactly <laughs> You know, so, and that happens every time I go to the grocery store, I have a list and I always end up getting like 10 more things than are on the list. Yep. But if I order online and stick to the list, there's not going to be any of that like impulse pickup. Very true. So once I explained that to him and talked about how much I hate wearing the mask in the grocery store, he finally was like, you know what? You're right. It might be a little bit more expensive, but do it anyway. Totally worth it. Yes. So long story short, I can now order the groceries online. (laughs) I I told him I will not be having them delivered. I won't be paying any like delivery tips or whatever. Okay. So you have to still go there and pick it up. I can just go and open my trunk and they can put it in the back. That's easy. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. And I think that's a good compromise between Gen X and millennial. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Going to the store but I'm not going inside. <laughs> it's true. And then you can like make your whole little route circle for all your errands and you just have to stop by and do quick things. And yeah, I yes. think that's good. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So that's really all my life has been. That was a really long way to get to. He, he, I don't want to say he's going to let me order the groceries online because really uh-huh. all these weeks, if I had pushed it, it wouldn't have been like, I could have I could have finagled that out of it. You do what you want. Yeah. (laughs) You do what you want. You know, I could have, like, I could have, you know, just Mm -hmm. said, no, I'm going to just pick them up. But the problem is, is that for the past few weeks, my trunk of my car has been full. Right. So like, even if I had wanted to do grocery pickup, I couldn't have, because there would have been nowhere to put the groceries. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So even I I went to the store and just like put them in the back seat, but now Mm -hmm. my trunk is empty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've emptied out my trunk. Awesome. I know so many, so many things happening, just big stuff. This is compelling podcast. (laughs) Well, I mean, I have big stuff. I mean, not big stuff, but I cleaned my entire floor yesterday, which has not happened in a long time. And it's it's nice to see the floor again. (laughs) Okay. So when you say cleaned it, does that mean there was stuff on the floor that needed to be picked up? Are you like cleaned it with like water? Um, okay. So there was stuff that needed to be picked up because we're four people and we're here all the time, all the time. And so I don't know. And I get overwhelmed a little bit, um, not a little bit. I get overwhelmed a lot when like stuff needs to be done. Like if there's just too much stuff out and it needs to be done, sometimes I'll just like shut down and not do any of it. Probably an unhealthy coping mechanism, but it's how I roll. Um, and then, uh, it'll just get really bad. So it had gotten quite bad. And so there were things that needed to be picked up and then, um, we swept and we ran the Roomba and I need to steam mop today. I have, didn't do the steam mop, but I need to do that today. So that's kind of. Okay. So do you ever look around? I don't know if this happens to you at your house, but this used to happen to me at my old house. Like Uh especially when all four of us were living there, when it was me, Andy and the kids, Uh sometimes I would look around at the mess downstairs and realize that none of it belonged to me. Uh, most of it does not belong to me. That's like, very true. Literally everything. Like if I looked around and I saw stuff out on the dining room table or sitting out on a coffee table or on the couch or on the floor, nine times out of 10, it belonged to Daniel, Hannah, or Andy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I would go and look around and be like, y'all, y'all are sitting around here waiting for me 
to clean this house and none of this is mine yeah so it's like if everybody would just get up and for five minutes go and get their stuff (laughs) yeah and just put it where the stuff goes Uh it would be clean like (laughs) yes oh it really would um but it's hard I mean it's hard also I think for us because we've got two different ages and Harrison's just now getting to that age where it's like okay pick up your toys like I mean come for me if you want but like trying to train any child that's under like five I think to pick up their toys. if you've mastered it you're amazing but um, I have not mastered that. So he's just now getting to the age where I'm like, okay, you can like kind of pick up after yourself and stuff. And sometimes it's honestly, it's just easier if I just do it right. than like asking a four or five-year-old to pick up their toys or even my 13 year old, because it's like a whole attitude thing. And sometimes I'm just like, I'll just do it. <laughs> I'll just do it. There are so many things that I just do that I should make my children do. Totally. Because it's not worth the fight. It's like, it's not worth the time to go to the grocery store. So we Instacart, it's not worth our mental energy to fight with all these people or to explain to our partners why we need things picked up. If you, and if you've got a partner who is, I don't know, I think Leanne's got this down, she's got this locked down now, but I mean, I think my partner still needs some training in this area. He's a lot of really great things, but he still needs some training in the cleaning area. Well, Jamie needs training in other areas. Yeah. (laughs) But the man can clean. Okay. And I am so thankful to be with someone and listen, Andy and I were just too alike when it came to our cleaning style, which was not at all. Yeah, I think that's some sometimes how it happens for us too. And we both, as an only child, I think that this mm-hmm. is an only child trait. So other only children tell me if you feel this way sometimes. But <laughs> like we would look around the house and think, you I did more than you today. Like oh. you know, like I did the dishes and the laundry and you sat here and played video games all day. And then there would be other days where he'd be like, You napped all day and I made the kids breakfast and clean the bathrooms. It was like, like, yes, like we would compare, like, here's how much you did today versus how much I did, because we both were the full-time parents of two children and had full-time 40 hour week jobs. So anything that got done in the house, it was like, oh, so I worked all week and took care of these kids and did all this laundry by myself. Like we were very much like, if I do this, you do that. Yeah. Jamie is so like when he gets up in the morning, if the dishwasher needs to be emptied, he empties it. Mm-hmm. There is none of this like, well, you know, you're still asleep and I'm emptying the dishwasher. There's none of that like resentful, like bratty behavior, behavior yeah. you know? And I, I really do think that me and Andy being the only child, it was like, we would just dig in our heels and say, well, if you're going to sit around and play video games all day, I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. Like, your leisure time, like you're leisurely right now. So, and so then nothing ever got done. Yeah, we used to go through that when I was off for the summers, like when I first started being off for the summer, like I think that he would get a little bit resentful that I would get to be home because Brian wants to be home and he like wants, he really wants to be like the most active dad that he possibly can. And so he was like, well, you get all this time with the kids and like you're home. And so then it would like start a bunch of arguments about like what got done and what didn't. So yeah, but I think we're moving past that, but he's cleaning today. So we'll give props where props are due. Well, I've seen, especially on TikTok Mm -hmm. um, and in like in memes and stuff on Facebook, I have seen, you know, women talk about like 
how dare this man come home from work and look around this house and ask me, what did you do today? Yeah, no, don't even. I saw one where it was like, so he's, he did that. And then it was like his obituary. Yes. Yes. And you know, it's like, I told Jamie, I said, yes, I want this job. Like I'm going to be, you know, our stay at home person. I'm going to take care of all the kids dinners and the sheets Mm -hmm. and the toilets and all the things. Um, but I don't need for him. He does not get my itinerary every day. Absolutely not. No. So like, you know, if I decide that Monday and Tuesday, I'm going to take care of all the housework and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I don't do anything but social media and sleep. Yeah. You know, like uh, that's going to be my business. Like my schedule is going to be my schedule. Yep, exactly. Um, So I don't need to give him like the rundown of all the things that I did every day. It's going to be like, just because I know our personalities are so similar, it's going to be like, he'll text you when he's on his way home and you'll be like, oh, dang it. I'm going to like straighten everything up. Yes. <laughs> Did you well, have to do that like, when your parents were gone and you're like 13 at home, just chilling, watching MTV or whatever. And then they're like, we're on our way home. And you're like, oh my God, I've done nothing that you asked me to do today. Yeah, I know. I, I love that when like my mom would ask me all she wanted me to do when I was in middle school, you know, those golden years when... Yes. You're too young to have a job, but you're old enough to stay home by yourself and it's summertime. (laughs) So it's like day after day, your parents get up and leave the house and leave you there by yourself. And all my mom ever wanted me to do was empty the dishwasher. That's the only chore that she ever gave me. Yeah. My mom just wanted me to take out whatever meal it was for the freezer, whatever we were having and like wipe down all the windows and surfaces. (laughs) Did I do it? Absolutely not. (laughs) Well, okay. So my mom would walk in every day from work to me frantically trying to get that dishwasher unloaded (laughs) because I would wait, like I would sit there at home all day and dread it and think about it. And it would drive me crazy all day. And now (laughs) as a grown up, I know that the best thing for me to have done would have been to get up and immediately empty that dishwasher and then not think about it again for the rest of the day. Are you going to do that though now? Probably not. (laughs) That is my goal, Caitlin. That is my hope. I hope that I do not return to middle school, Leanne. I really do not want to be like 5.30 PM. Here he comes coming home and I'm scrambling. (laughs) (laughs) That's some stuff I do still. I still do it, Brian. And like take the kids for the day and be like, oh, can you do this while I'm gone? And I'm like, yeah, sure thing. And then I'll like, I track his location. And then when I see them leave wherever they're at, I'm like, oh no, I have 30 minutes to do everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, terrible. No, I do not want it to be like that. Um, I am, oh, well, I, I, <laughs> I feel like that I am in like such a very fortunate situation because Jamie is going to be getting up every morning at five huh? and getting breakfast and the three, his three kids off to school on his own. Oh, maybe I ever even have to lift my head from the pillow. Maybe he'll even bring me coffee in bed. That'd be sweet. He has, he's been doing that. So, you know, like he, he's, he's handling his children's stuff in the morning and they are all out the door by like seven 20. Right. Oh, that's awesome. And then I don't have to have my kids out the door until 8 AM. So I, you know, have the kids and I have the morning, just the three of us at home. Before oh, that's good. This is going to work out perfectly. Yeah. So then after I drop them off at school, I'll come home and I'll have several hours to get some stuff done. And then I go pick up Charlie at 245 and then I go pick up my kids. So like 245 is my cutoff every day. 
Yeah, perfect. So let's not all get crazy and think I have the whole day, every single day, but because at 2.45, I've got to go get the oldest from school and then he'll be home. Right. But from like like 9 a.m. to 2.45 or whatever, 10 a.m.? Yeah. From about 9.30 until 2.45, I am just wide open. And, um, you know, it's like there'll be weeks where we don't have the kids that that time will be different because I won't be going to pick anybody up. Right. Um, so then you'll have to 5 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I know. And Jamie is planning to work late a lot the weeks that we don't have kids, like Leslie's first getting started in this new job. Yeah. Like the weeks that it's just us and you're not home with the children, I'll probably work until about seven. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Perfect. I'm looking at like whole days and I'm just like all these weeks and months of like not having any time to myself. You've got it now. It's finally coming back. I'm finally getting it back. Like tomorrow it all starts. And I'm, we have been so, I mean, we've been talking about like me doing the stay at home mom thing for us since March. Yeah. I think, I think longer than that. I think it's been since like the start of your relationship, it's been like an idea that you've thrown around. I know. And now it's like, we're finally doing it. He was on the phone with his mom this morning and he was like, yep, it's both of us first day on our new jobs tomorrow. Oh, that's so cute. How he talked about you to his mom. Oh my so gosh. Cute. I love her. His mom is so, is so awesome. She is the coolest, coolest lady. Okay. So like his mom is 82 years old and <laughs> in this gorgeous little town hall by herself that is decorated like immaculately. Like, I don't even know how she did it. Like, it is so cute how she's got it decorated, but she sits out in her garage and just like watches TV and drinks diet Coke and smokes cigarettes all day. Oh, <laughs> I'm serious. Like nothing passes this woman's lips except for diet Coke. She doesn't drink any other liquids. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I know. And she's got her garage, like all nice. Like she's got a carpet. She's got this special door. That's like a screen door that she can pull down. She's got a TV with cable out there. So she just sits at this little, in this little chair and drinks diet Coke and smokes cigarettes all day. She's made herself a she shed. Yes. And the people in the neighborhood just pop in because they know she's out there and they like the neighbors when they're walking their dog will come by and say hello. Um, Yeah, she she is really something. And, you know, Jamie's like, I don't know how she is so healthy. (laughs) Like we can't out because like she only eats she eats one meal a day. Uh And then she smokes and drinks Diet Coke all day. So. (laughs) Well, she must have good genetics. So she must. I mean, maybe, maybe Jamie will outlive you. Who knows? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so funny that you say that. We talked about that today. Like, you know, once we're old and married and he's probably going to die first. And I was like, dude, even if you were the same age, you would still die first. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, that's true. Well, women always, we're always just us at the end. It's just, I know I always joke when people ask us what we're going to do in retirement. I'm like, well, when one of us dies, I'm going to move to Hawaii. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. Can I come with you? You can come. You're, you're totally invited. Okay. So when we're both widows. Yeah. And our children are gone. It's going to be golden girl style. Remember we've already had this talk. Is it like, are we going to live on the big Island? Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to the big Island. Yeah. That's probably where I'm going. Okay. All right. I'm down. I've never been there, but I think I can handle it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, well, um, we didn't really talk about Halloween or fall yet. So let's talk about that. I mean, we talked about a little bit, the mini. So yeah. 
but Jamie wants to take the kids to a pumpkin patch today. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. They're getting so busy right now. Well, I told him, I I was like, you know, I think they may be too old for that. Oh, no way. We're still getting, we're still going to the pumpkin patch. He's like, no, he's like, let's just take them and let everybody pick out a pumpkin and then we'll have pumpkin carving tonight when we get home. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, if he really wants, I, I am going to be interested to see if all of this really happens. Do you think that all of the kids are going to carve the pumpkins, even your quote, surly teenager? I don't know. I really don't. But yeah, I mean, we have, enough, we have enough room in our dining room table that everybody can sit with their pumpkin, but I just don't know if I want to give everybody a knife like that. Well, and pumpkins are expensive. Like I'm not going to buy you a pumpkin if you're not going to carve it. Well, I mean, there are some of them, like when you go to those pumpkin patches, they want like 15 bucks for one. Yeah, they charge by the pound and the kids, why do they always want the biggest one and they can't carry it. And so then you end up having to walk back five miles to get one of those pumpkin carts to lug around their giant pumpkin that they don't end up carving. Oh, no, no. See, and this pumpkin patch that's near us is like, it's really close to our house. Um, and they have these huge bouncy castles there. Oh, fun. But I don't know that any of our kids, I mean, Hannah and Daniel alone would love to jump in a bouncy castle, but I don't know if they're going to want to do that in front of the other kids. Oh, are they still trying to find their, find their spot? Well, I just, I, I, I can foresee, you know, Charlie thinking that it's dumb. So his younger brothers won't participate. And then my two, I I don't know. We'll see. I I really don't know how it's going to go. If we were to take all five kids here, it would be the first time that we had ever gone out like all five, like all seven of us together anywhere. Oh, that'll be kind of cute. (laughs) And you have no babies, so you won't have to like push a stroller or anything. Right. And Jamie's like, we'll just let the kids each pick out a pumpkin and then we'll bring them home and we'll cut them up and carve them and clean them out. And it'll be great. Yeah, it will. So that's a fall activity, right? That is a fall activity. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have any fall activities? That's the only one I think I've got. Yeah, we're going to do pumpkin carving. I'm not sure when we're going to make it out to the pumpkin patch, um, but we're going to get there. I'm hoping. So I want to go during the week when there's not a lot of people there because COVID and, you know, people are weird right now. So I want to go during the week. And so we're trying to figure out when that can happen. And then our neighborhood. So last year when it was like we were deep in the thick of COVID, which I guess we're back in now. Um, we did like a Halloween parade because we've got a bunch of kids in the neighborhood and our neighbors are really close and that kind of thing. So all of our neighbors are like decorating their house. One of our neighbors has a candy cannon that they're going to shoot out for kids. Aww, to like that's candy. Cool. Yeah. And they're going to start it at four. So then we'll be done by six and then we can come home and watch like Halloween movies and it's, it's going to be great. So are y'all going to do that on Halloween? That's like the plan that the neighborhood has for Halloween. Yes. So that's happening at 4 PM on October 31st on Halloween. Okay. Well, our neighborhood is doing a trunk retreat sometime October 23rd, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I have no idea what Halloween will be like here. Um, I just know that like Andy normally has the kids for Halloween. Like that's what we did last year. Um, So I don't know if Jamie's going to have his kids. I, I don't know if, I mean, Daniel and Hannah, the two of them by themselves are definitely still like dress up and trick or treat. Oh yeah. I mean, I would assume that even Charlie at 15 still wants to trick or treat. 
Exactly. And who decided that there's an age limit on costumes and trick-or-treating? I'm sorry, but if you are, if you are 65 years old and you show up on my doorstep in a creatively done costume, I will give you a handful of candy. Like just everybody needs to chill. Yeah, I feel the same, especially because like, if you've got teenagers that are out dressed in costumes and they're trick-or-treating, then they're behaving and they're doing what they are supposed to be doing. They're not egging cars. They're not breaking other people's pumpkins. They're not like doing the stereotypical, I guess it's the nineties teenage thing, but I don't think kids do that anymore, but but I'm sure there's a TikTok challenge that's encouraging bad behavior. So seriously, like, okay, so we, we shame them when they show up at our, at their, I mean, listen, if you're a teenager and you're trick-or-treating, even if you don't have on a costume at all, like Uh I'm still going to give you candy because you're, you're walking. (laughs) Yeah. You're making making good choices because it's like, we, we shame these kids for being too old for trick-or-treating. And then we're like, oh my gosh, they all behave so poorly on Halloween. Well, if you would let them give them something to do. Yeah, let them live. Just let yeah. these kids live. These whippersnappers. They would not be out TPing people's houses if they could just trick or treat like they could when they were kids. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. And then I'm going to try to make us. Okay, so I saw this recipe for. So on Halloween, I'm going to make um, several pumpkin drinks. Like I'm going to make them at home. I saw a recipe for like a healthier pumpkin spice. I saw a recipe for like a pumpkin milkshake. And we're going to do like a pumpkin beverage taste test at, uh, when we come home from trick-or-treating oh well that'll be fun maybe you can get some pumpkin yeah. kombucha <laughs> oh I wonder if I can I bet that would actually be good there's this place near us that makes pumpkin salsa now I know that sounds disgusting when you think and like the whole concept but it is delicious okay so I have a recipe do you remember um that lady that used to be on tv all the time Rachel Ray yes Okay, Rachel Ray has a recipe, and I'm sure that if you Google it, you can find it. I don't know what it's called, but Mm -hmm. it is a penne pasta with sausage Mm. in a pumpkin cream sauce. Ooh, that sounds delicious. And seriously, it's hands down one of the best recipes that I have ever made. And I never even made it like, I don't think I ever made it for Andy when we were married. I, I made this at my parents' house, like when I was living at home. Uh-huh. Back when I was doing a lot of cooking for them. Uh-huh. And it was like our favorite recipe that I ever made. I need to try to find it. It was so good. And you would not think like sausage and pasta and pumpkins. But it really did work. Like the way it it really the recipe really did work and was really delicious because pumpkin is not like inherently sweet. Like pumpkin gets sweet when you put the spice with it or whatever, like you make it into pumpkin right. pie, but like just pumpkin out of a, you know, when you pull it out, it's not sweet. It's so, not. And I actually really like savory squash recipes. Yes. I was going to say savory pumpkin recipes. That's, that's a real thing. Well, even like butternut squash. I live for that. Acorn squash. Delicious. I even like, I don't know, a regular zucchini in the things like I'm here for it. Um, have you ever had spaghetti squash? Mm, that one I don't really like because if I'm going to eat pasta, I'm going to eat pasta. I'm not going to pretend like some squash is pasta. <laughs> Look, I have tried a lot of things to try to pretend to have pasta. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So if I'm going to, I'll just eat something else that I know is like within my budget of whatever foods I'm eating at that time. <laughs> and then I'll 
I'll have the pasta later. <laughs> so you're not out here like into pasta substitute. No, or like, okay, there's a whole bunch of like low carb tortilla substitutes that I'm like, I will just wait and have a regular burrito on my street taco, <laughs> like tortilla chill. I don't want to hey, need your replacement. Are gross. you talking about all those tortillas that are made with like spinach and stuff? Well, and there's one that's like an egg one that I saw recently at Costco. It's like an egg base and it's low carb and whatever, but I'm, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want so I found these tortillas at Publix, uh-huh. the grocery store called Publix. Um, yes. They are my favorite tortillas. And I, I've not been able to convince Jamie on this yet because he goes to Trader Joe's and gets the tortillas there. Those are his favorites. Um, okay. But these ones that I found are like a corn flour hybrid. Ooh, oh, I actually bought those recently. They're bomb. I love yes. the corn flour hybrid ones. So because like, I always feel like if I'm eating a taco on a corn tortilla that I'm doing it the healthy way. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I don't know the authentic way maybe. Right. And then like, sometimes when I have a taco from a restaurant and they'll ask me, I'll be like, just give me flour. Cause I really prefer it. Yes. Like I just, I prefer the texture of the flour tortilla over the corn, like the corn texture. Right. Just, I don't love it. But this hybrid kind of made me feel like, okay, it's look at bomb. you with your corn yeah. tortilla. <laughs> see and I only like a corn tortilla if it has a substantial amount of oil in it or on it you know because that's you got to cook them like that but that's I all of my adult life that I've been cooking and making tacos for my family Uh I never cooked a tortilla never like Jamie is all the time with the cast iron skillet out like putting tortillas in the skillet okay here would you like to hear a life hack for how you can make corn tortillas without having to burn yourself or be splattered with hot oil? Yes. Okay. So I don't know if it works this way for all air fryers, but in my air fryer, which also is a toaster oven, I put four corn tortillas on the toaster oven baking thing, right? Then a substantial amount of oil, then crank that baby all the way up, air fry for five minutes. Perfect. They're done. Oh, that sounds so good. And it's so easy. It's exactly the same, in my opinion. Maybe, maybe I am just a classless, gross human being. But in my opinion, it tastes exactly the same as if you were to fry it in a pan. Okay. Well, I have never fried a tortilla. Um, yeah. I mean, but then when I would make tacos for taco night, like at my house when Andy and I were still married, like mm-hmm. I, I just bought like a taco kit from the grocery store. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't out here like trying to be like authentic anything. I just put meat in a shell. Yeah. And I mean, that is what you like. That's my dad's favorite taco. He wants it in a crunchy taco shell that probably costs $1.99. And then he wants just ground beef and nothing else, nothing fancy. Well, so that's I mean, how you like it. Like right. it. We would do it with like <laughs> some cheese and some salsa and some lettuce. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. But like this family, okay, so I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show, but Jamie's ex-wife is Mexican. Oh, I don't think you've mentioned that. And I get that every time. Oh, yeah. And like, so his children are mixed, you know, he's what he's Italian, Mm -hmm. she's Mexican. Um, So Uh they are used to like her cooking Mexican food and like their grandmother making Mexican food. 
you know, and he has mentioned to me like some of the things that, that they would that they would eat that were like more authentic because I know that the tacos that I made were not authentic anything. <laughs> right, you are well aware. No, it was just food. It was just food for dinner. Yeah. But, like he's out here like making breakfast burritos with these like fancy tortillas that he's cooking in this cast iron skillet. And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to do now. I'm sure that I could figure out how to fix a tortilla on, in the skillet but like he uses this cast iron skillet caitlin that weighs like 500 pounds oh no and i hate this thing so much because i don't know how to clean it yeah that's the thing like i've looked at getting like replacing all of my dishes and stuff with cast iron not dishes but pans and i'm not doing it because of the cleaning <laughs> I, i'm not doing it like when I get up in the morning and I come downstairs and the cast iron skillet is out because he's used it to make breakfast. I'm just like, man, I hate that thing because first of all, it's so heavy. And like, I always feel like when I pick it up that I'm going to drop it or I'm going to mess up the sink or the counter with it. And then he like boils water on the stove and like pours it all over it and just does all this stuff. And I'm just like, I don't, I just leave it. I just leave it on the stove and let him, I have basically said, this is the one item in our kitchen that I'm not going to mess with. <laughs> I'm not touching this thing. I'm not. Exactly. Like, this is, it, he is so like, he babies that cast iron skillet. Like you would not believe. And I'm just well, like, you have to, you have to like, I don't know what it's called. I think it's like, you have to cure it or something or well, and you have to like, put like a fatty substance, like Crisco or coconut oil or something like to cure the cast iron. Oh, well, I don't know. He's had this thing like, probably longer than I've been alive. I mean, like, this is like the old <laughs> cast iron skillet. Like, I think he got it from his mom. I don't know. But anyway, uh-huh. I, just, I, I'm not, I am too, maybe I am too from this generation or whatever to, to be into trying to figure out how to cook in that. And I'm like, how is it better? Like, how is the food that you made in here this morning better than if I had just used the Teflon? Is that his, does he think that? Well, he just, he always makes his eggs and bacon and stuff in the, he does not make the eggs in there. He cooks the bacon in the cast iron every morning. Interesting. Yeah. I would like to know also if any of you use cast iron, I'd like to know if it's better or worse or. Yeah. I'm not saying like, I have like a problem with people who use cast iron. I'm just not going to. I'm not doing it either. (laughs) I'm I'm just like, okay, when I see that sitting out, I'm like, that's all you. And that's going to stay out until you put it away. Cause I'm not doing it. Exactly. If you want that cleaned, you've got to do it. Yeah. And he knows, like he already knows, like I will clean everything in the kitchen and leave that sitting right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) So, um, there's a newbie happy box coming out. There is, it launched today this morning at 9am Pacific time. Okay, so Caitlin has some feelings about it. Do you want to share those? Okay. okay, so this is 100% privileged AF and whatever, but there is not a coupon code in sight. Won't let you use your points on this thing. So I can't use my rewards to buy this box? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay. Because I have a lot, Caitlin. I have a time. I do too. <laughs> like I could, I, buy, I could spend like $200 and not spend a dime exactly and I was like okay well that'll bring it like if I get $25 off that'll make this box like 25 but no they will not let you use any rewards that you've earned 
I feel like you can only use rewards on things that are like old. Yeah, it does feel like that. Yeah, like, and that's, I mean, of course I go back and buy old things, but I buy like $300 of new stuff at a time. And so I don't really have to go back and buy the old stuff. I don't know, man. Yeah, well, I'm looking at it and I really do like the box. Uh huh. I think it's a cute It box. is pretty. I like the, the pink and the silver is really pretty. Yeah, I, I like the sticker book and the guided journal looks pretty. Yeah, people are in the Facebook group saying that like they don't think it's worth the value. There's so a lot of that. stuff in here. I thought so too. Like I thought the value looked pretty good, but that's just, I'm just, I'm just telling you what I'm seeing in the Facebooks. <laughs> I mean, there's filler paper, a stencil, sticky notes, a pen pal. There's a lot of stuff in here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there is. And the, the guided journal looks really cute too, because it's just a gratitude journal. It doesn't necessarily have a bunch of like, um, weird, not weird prompts. <laughs> that sounds really bad, but prompts <laughs> that you might not want to use all the time, you know? It has prompts that you can potentially use on other things. Okay. Well, I'll probably get it. I'm probably going to get it too. I might wait to see if there's going to be like a a coupon or if it'll go on discount or something. So I wonder if, I wonder how people are feeling about it. If you think people feel like it's not worth it. Well, I don't, I don't know how people are feeling about it exactly. I mean, there is a select group of people that are like just coming for the happy planner right now, but just like I don't take sponsored content for face value. I don't necessarily take people who have personal issues with brands at face value. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, but the people that are in the like Mambi groups on Facebook and stuff. Well, um, I saw one post, but it was from a small business. It was from a small business owner. Okay. And they were saying that like, they thought that it wasn't worth the money or whatever, but I don't know if that was just like trying to promote their own brand or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> People need to chill. Here's my, here's my thinking. If you don't like the happy planner, stop buying for them. Stop watching their stories. Just maybe don't. And then if you want to buy from them again, you can buy from them. And if you don't like their product, even still, maybe it's time to move on. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know why we're out here, like stressing ourselves about what every brand is doing. Well, I have learned over the past few weeks that mm-hmm. if you don't like something or someone, you can just pretend they don't exist. Oh yeah. I have learned that as well. That has been a very good lesson. Hashtag protect your peace. Yes. And if you decide I don't like this, this brand and I don't like what they're doing and they're never going to have me back as a customer, then stop watching and leave them alone. Like just don't. Uh-huh. Well, and like, that's not to say that like, we shouldn't be holding companies accountable if they're out here, like being blatantly racist or whatever. Like, I, I feel like that is still something that we should be doing, but if you're coming for every release, if there's some, if they, if they literally cannot do anything to please you and you're just upset about every single thing they're putting out, then like, it's honestly time to just protect your own peace in my opinion. Right. Like you're just done. You're done with them and that's fine. Exactly. Like I know people who have had bad experiences with EC and they can't bring themselves to come back. They're upset every time they see an EC post, but they've also blocked the company. They have, they're not watching their stories. They're not checking for every single thing they do. Yeah. And, and honestly, like, this is maybe an unpopular opinion, but if you've already benefited from the company, 
whether that's from your social media following, growing your business, whatever. I don't know, man. Like, why are you mad? <laughs> what are you mad about? I know. I know. There are people out here that, um, you know, have definitely benefited from the happy planner in the past that are coming hard for them now. So yeah. I, and it's not for me to say, I guess, I don't know the ins and outs, the behind the scenes, any of it, but yeah. it just, it looks, it looks a little sus as the kids yeah. would say. Well, I think that it's a cute box and I'm really into gratitude right now. So I will probably buy it. Um, yeah, I'm excited too. And, um, you know, I'm ready to come back to social media and I'm ready to make some YouTube videos. And I just, I, I think that I'm, yeah, I, I think I'm going to get it. I'm going to get the box. Yeah, it looks cute. I think it looks cute. And another release, we don't have this on our notes, but Heather Kell just put out two Christmas sticker books. So pretty. And so did Live Love Posh. She just put out a Christmas sticker book and oh. also looks gorgeous I really like Heather's stickers and I know that like the floral thing is not really your jam so like you don't have a lot of Heather stickers because it's mostly florals that she does no but she has one that's like a like Christmas icons I'm really looking at it I'm looking hard at it okay all right well I I'll probably look at that too because I do like her sticker books um me too I like they're very well done her sticker paper is beautiful yes but I'm also really into like florals yeah. And if I can put money in her baby's college fund, <laughs> let me just go do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is going to be so interesting and fun to see yes. Heather Bell with a baby. Right. Because she's like the ultimate boss babe. Like, I feel like she's always king, you know, know. and know. like she, her, her Patreon is goals. Every time I see her post on Patreon, I'm like, oh good. I haven't posted on Patreon in a month. <laughs> wonder if you believe leaving um but she's like the ultimate goals person and I just wonder like how that's gonna change they'll have two parents at home which will be cool um but yeah, yeah. it'll be really interesting to see how that yeah. goes I think that she's gonna be surprised uh-huh but I think she's also gonna have a lot of support like her and her sister seem very close like she always has her nieces and I feel like I feel like she'll have a village um she I think she will and I also think that you know she has seen her sister with babies enough to I mean she's seen you know she's been alive in the world long enough to see like kind of what it's like to have a baby but but when it's your baby and it's full time and you can't give it back to its parents yeah and like I feel like when you have a baby like there's just something I don't know like I get very anxious when I hear my kids crying and it's only my kids or like I feel like I can hear them in the middle of the night like there's all these things that like I guess you are, you're born as a mother as well when you have a baby, which. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And yeah, I think that it's, it's always interesting to me, and this is not obviously just Heather, but you know, yeah. moms, especially ones that are very planned and organized, mm -hmm. the baby comes and it's like, oh wait, you can't fit this baby into like all your, <laughs> like your perfect little, you yes. know, like, <laughs> like it's the baby doesn't fit into the schedule all the time. No, but here's my biggest pro tip for anybody who's pregnant, Heather included, please don't be quiet around your baby. Never be quiet. Be as loud as you possibly can so that they are acclimated to noise. That was the biggest mistake that we made when we had Delilah, we were out here tiptoeing around and making sure we didn't wake the baby. And then when Harrison was bored and Delilah's like jumping off the couch and playing, I don't know, kids bop or whatever that kid can sleep through anything, but Delilah is still kind of a restless sleeper at night. So I, I completely agree. And so here's, you know what I did? I ruined Hannah a little bit. 
and yeah, okay. only like her baby time. Like she's fine now, but like, I, I, I felt like that as, yeah, I feel like that as a baby, um, because I already had a toddler asleep in his bed, yes. anytime Hannah made a noise in her crib, mm-hmm. I was like stealthily running over there to get her to stop being, making noise. Because like all, I had this like idea in my mind that the yes. worst possible thing that could happen to me at 2 a.m. would be for Hannah and Daniel to both be awake at the same time. Oh, so, no. Like, I was so afraid that her crying was going to wake him that I was mm-hmm. at her bedside, like, every time she made a peep for, like, the first few months. Uh-huh. And I think that she kind of, like, that kind of messed her up. Like, it, 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 it taught her to expect every little cry to be you know, coddled and dealt with. And it was harder to teach her how to self-soothe and sleep on her own. Yeah. And sometimes they will just, okay. So this is why I could not have newborns in my room. They'll make those little like fussy kind of noises. And a lot of times they'll just like roll, not roll over because they're tiny, but they'll just like settle themselves back down. But you're right. Not if you keep going to them and doing all of that. But of course, that's not to say that like you shouldn't go to your baby. Like I think I think most of us can will start to tell. Like you can kind of learn the different cries, which that is weird. Also, that babies have different cries and you can hear the difference. That yes. is a weird, mom. Too. Yeah, I know, and they don't tell you that kind of stuff like beforehand. <laughs> that you will know, like, oh, that's a hungry cry, or oh, that's the diaper is messed up cry, or you know, whatever. Um, if you want some real talk about mom life for real though, go watch any and all of Ali Wong's specials. <laughs> like, she will give you the mom's guide that you never really wanted, but you're going to get anyway. Yeah. She's great. She's really great. Well, and they also, it's like, everybody's like, Oh, have a baby, have a baby, have a baby, have a baby. Everybody wants to have a baby. But then do you forget that like one day that baby is going to be 10 hmm yeah. yeah so it's like when you're all like oh my gosh I want to have a baby you need to decide do you also want a 10 year old too because that's coming like you can't like when you have the baby the baby's only the baby for like a year right and I think you also need to think about any complexities that could come with having that child like there's a lot of my friends who were, had babies and their babies were developmentally normal. And then they were, you know, they found out their kiddo is on the spectrum, which is not a crisis, but like, it's a different path than you imagined you would go down. So you gotta, you gotta think through all the things before you have a baby. Yeah. And it's, you know, and we, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, you did not think through all those things. No. Like when we decided to start trying to have our first baby when, before we had Daniel, yeah. I mean, okay. So we had been on vacation for a week at the beach and I had missed a period that week mm-hmm. and it was really unusual. Like that never happened. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm pregnant. And I didn't get a test until we got home from vacation. Okay. Um, and then it was negative. And okay. I was so disappointed that that test was negative because I had spent all week on vacation, like kind of getting used to the idea that, okay, well, you might be pregnant. Uh-huh. And then when I was not pregnant, I was disappointed. And that's when we decided to try. And then I got pregnant like the next month, like literally like, yeah. Like Andy just kind of looked at me in the direction of, Hey, do you want to have a baby? And then I was pregnant. So like, I didn't, I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it at all. He was like, well, maybe if you're this disappointed, you're ready to have a baby. And I was like, Oh, maybe so. And then bam, I was pregnant. <laughs> Well, yeah, we didn't think it through either because Delilah was a surprise for us. So I'm there with you. <laughs> yeah. So you, you know, but it's just like, there's, there was no like, but then when I had the second one, see, mm-hmm. that's, that's where I went wrong because like, I knew, I knew 
what, what I was in for. But my mom told me that Daniel was such a good baby that I had never really had an infant. Uh-huh. And, uh, and he- I always feel like the, that first baby though, no matter how planned you are, no matter how much you have done, they're going to be your guinea pig child. Like you just got to resign yourself to the fact that you're going to drop a remote on that kid's head and <laughs> you're going to like, I don't know, you're going to give them a bad haircut. You're going to put them in clothes that are not as functional. Like that kid is just going to be the guinea pig. You're going to put them on timeout when really they needed you to hug them. You know, they're just going to be your guinea pig child. And that's just, I'm sorry, but I understand I'm a first child too. I was a guinea pig. So I get it. <laughs> well, Daniel was just so good. I mean, like I could take him to the movies. We could go out to dinner. Like he never made a peep anywhere. And, uh-huh. you know, I was just kind of confident. I'm like, well, if I have a second one, like it's the same DNA, like it'll probably be similar. Nobody told me what happens to the second child. And then when Hannah was born, it was like, bam, now you have a baby times 10. <laughs> well and Harrison like wasn't a bad baby necessarily but he he is still like he just wants to be with the people so he wanted me to hold him all the time and do all the things and where Delilah was like put me in my bed at six weeks old yes Daniel was so independent by himself like I remember that summer that I was pregnant with Hannah I mean I watched like I binged watch tv shows on my ipad while he played on the floor all summer like he was so easy you know and then Hannah came and she needs another person to be with her at all times. Yes, that's Harrison. I'm like, can you go play with your trucks? And he's like, how about if we read a book together? And I'm like, okay. No, like you need to, you need to learn how to take care of how to play with yourself. That sounds bad, but you know what I mean? Well, if I, if I go that route, then it's him jumping off the couch and screaming for the next 20 minutes. So it's like, which which choose your own adventure am I going to go down? Yeah, well, and see like with Hannah, Hannah, I don't know if this is a girl thing. You tell me if it's like this with Delilah, but Hannah has this way of looking at you like mm-hmm. you just like ripped her best friend's heart out in front of her. Like she can look at you like you are the biggest, you are, she, I, I disappoint her on a daily basis and she shows me in her face. Um, I, Delilah used to do that when she was little, but when the teenage staff started, all of that went out the window. I was like, don't start with me, girl. You were mean to me all day. Chill. Yes. And see, sometimes like, I'll say something to Hannah, like she'll ask, like, can we play animal crossing when we get home? And I'll be mm-hmm. like, well, I've got to make dinner and then we've got to do this. And then I'll play animal crossing with you. And she's like, oh, you're mean. Oh, be like, all right, well, nice to meet you. My na- new name is mean. Just like, you know, just, she, she has the ability of just like crushing me and making me feel like I am, you know, if, unless I'm doing exactly what she wants to all the time, which I do occasionally do things with her that she wants to do. Okay. I do, but a lot of our relationship is me like telling her, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have time to play with the American girl dolls right now. and then it's manipulating you until you can play (laughs) yes yes like making me feel bad about it like she definitely does a good job of making me feel guilty all the time it's a toxic relationship (laughs) (laughs) oh it totally is but there's nothing you can do you can't cut that one off no exactly so but anyway okay so um we are going to get to our currently page that's what we're going to do for the remainder of the episode but first um we um as individuals and as the show uh, would really like to send our condolences to mary ellen um at planning with bumble um she lost her son at the end of september um was he was he 27 28 years old 27 
Yeah, I think I think her post said 27. Yes. Um, and no parent should ever have to bury their child. No, and especially since she a few years ago buried a spouse. Like my heart just like breaks for all of the pain that she's been through. And I feel like she was just, I mean, from social media, I don't know her personally that, like that, but like it just seems like she was just coming out of the fog and like she got engaged and yes yes yeah it just I just want to wrap her in a hug and like give her I don't know warm tea or something to I don't know I just want to like go and hug her and sit with her I don't know yes well we are sending Mary Ellen all of our love we are so sorry for your loss and just I can't even imagine um I had a I had a co-worker lose her son in a car accident he was about 27 Gosh. And, you know, it's like, we always think about like parents who lose their children, like at young ages, mm-hmm. but it's like, it doesn't matter how old the kid is, you know, no, I mean, that's your baby yeah. and my, my mother heart just like breaks for her. She yeah. did make on her post. She um, did ask for donations to the Trevor project or the Trevor foundation. Um, so you can get all that information over on at planning with Bumble. If you want to make a donation to, um, to show support in that way. Um, or just go send her a comment, like just give her some internet love. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we, I love her. I think she's a really sweet, great person. Um, Me too. I love her. all the things that she has been through just, yeah. So we love you, Mary Ellen, and we're very sorry. So, um, yes, we love you very much, but it is currently page time. It is. Yes. So yes. we'll bring it back up. Yes. We'll bring it back up. Um, I don't have the currently page in front of me. Do you? Oh, I don't, but I will grab it. So let's just chat for a moment while we're <laughs> pretending like we have stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't ever have it. Um, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we have notes out when we're recording. Um, hey, my hair is washed and brushed today. I mean, I've gotten partway there. Yeah, she looks really good, y'all. And I'm wearing a bra. <laughs> Woo! I know, I know. I've already been to the grocery store today. Um so did you get I, anything exciting at the grocery store? I didn't get at the grocery store that was exciting. I got a Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only ever drink a Red Bull after I've been to the grocery store. Oh, interesting. Okay. You know how some people are like, some guys are like, oh, I drink beer after I mow the grass. Uh-huh. Like my thing is drinking a quick Red Bull on my way home from the grocery store. Like I just, cause I always pick it out right there at the register and I know that they're bad for you. So don't come for me. I only have like one every two weeks or something, but sure. I, I, think I used to drink way to live. Yeah. I used to drink way more of them. Like when I was working and I had to go to work every day, I drank one like every morning. Well, yeah. I mean, you had to be up at like the middle of the night. basically. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay. So I know that the first thing on the currently list is reading. Yep. It is. So are you reading anything, Caitlin? I am not reading anything. No, no, mm-hmm. nothing. No. Um, I'm watching a lot of TV. I think that's my problem. That's why I don't read. Um, because I watch too much TV, but next week I'm getting back to biking. I have not been really good at like my exercise thing. And my new thing while I'm biking is that I'm going to put on an audiobook while I'm biking because usually I listen to podcasts or whatever, but my podcast subscription list has gotten quite small lately. So I don't have a ton of those to listen to. Um, so I'm, I think I'm going to start listening to audiobooks. Well, that's what I decided to do. Um, cause you know, it's like a half hour drive to and from my kid's school. 
Right. So after I drop them off and I have my half hour drive home, I've been listening to audiobooks then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just finished one. It was called The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell. Um, I think I Ooh. mentioned it on the show during our last currently page, like for September. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was listening to in September. Um, and I finished it and I felt very happy to finish a book. Like it's been a really long time since I even was able to like listen to a whole one. Yes. Okay. So, I'm I'm, I'm inspired. I'm going to do it. I'm going to start yeah. listening to some more books. Yeah. And this one was really good. And, um, and I, I think that I'm going to start my next one on my list is also by her, by Lisa Jewell. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember what it's called. So, um, <laughs> oh, I'm so prepared for reading. Uh, I'll, check those. I'll check those out. And I have like, I have some audible subscriptions that I need to use. So maybe I'll pick those up or something else. I don't know. We'll see, but I'll get back there. I'll get back to reading. I always use, um, oh, it's the, the one that I've started. I have started listening to this the night she disappeared. Oh, interesting. Yes. Yes. So, you know, we'll see if it's good. Um, it's been, uh, I didn't have as many, as many days last time I had the kids to drive them to and from school, my parents picked them up a couple times. It was just a different kind of week. Yeah. Um, but this week coming up, the kids are coming today and I'll be able to listen to and from like school after I drop them off, pick them up, whatever. So yes, I am kind of reading something. Uh, I never have anything for that one. Awesome. Well, that's good. I like that. Um, what are you planning right now? Um, uh, um, I don't really have any events that I'm planning for. Um, I mean, I'm planning to come to Portland at the, like early, early November, like that first week. So that's a plan. Yeah. I'm also planning for that. That's part of the reason why I started cleaning. I was like, oh shoot, <laughs> I'm going to have company soon. So I, I, know, to- were, I bet you were super relieved when I was like, I can't come till November. <laughs> well, yeah, because my house has been in complete disarray and that happens to me. Okay. I think I'm just really bad with transitions. So like when I either end work or start work or go on a break or whatever, like I basically stop posting on social media and my house goes to crap and like all of this stuff. So then I have to like figure out all, everything else and put everything back to back to order I, I just think I'm really bad at transitions so but yes well, I, I'm, I, I'm excited that you're coming yeah I've noticed that like and I was the same way like especially when I was teaching um mm-hmm. there's, there's a couple months at the end of the school year for every teacher that is just like you're just like walking through like a blur <laughs> yeah and it's no different for virtual teachers also because we still do things like we still supervise the student lounge we still like I don't know take on extra duties and stuff which I happily do because it's my you know it's good for our kids but I mean just everything seems to happen at the end of the year you know yeah yeah I know and then when the new school year starts there's like all kinds of chaos that comes with that too yeah, our start to this year has actually been really smooth. I mean, I guess I'm looking at it from last year when we had like our entire state was on fire. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, that it's was comparatively that was definitely different. <laughs> yeah. For so, sure. w- what are you planning? Planning? What am I planning? Um, okay, so Delilah's birthday is coming up on November 17th. So we're trying to figure out what we're at. I've been planning like what the kids are going to do for their costumes. Um, I've been planning out shifts to go um, help out and take care of my mom and drop off food. Um, she did come through her surgery. I don't know if I said that on the podcast, but she came through her surgery successfully. She's in quite a bit of pain, but 
she's at least healing now. Um, so those are the things that we're planning. Oh, I'm planning. Oh, I'm planning to go to the Apple store on Monday. <laughs> um, I spilled water all over my computer, which, uh, thankfully had Apple care on it. So I have to either have it repaired or, um, replaced. So that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, I know. Talking to me today, and the audio coming out of her computer sounds like a robot. Yeah, she's like really a trooper today because she's talking to me, and she hears me sounding all crazy, but she sounds normal. So, well, I would have no idea if the audio is coming through clear or not. (laughs) That's all you can. But um, grateful that my computer is not dead in the water because when I spilled the water on it, it, um, I had not, I didn't finish my prep and plan for the next week for school. And I teach live class at nine o'clock in the morning on Monday. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. We do have an extra Chromebook laying around here. And Brian has a computer that I maybe could use, but I tend to be really rough on electronics. And so he's nervous about letting me touch his electronics. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it would have been a bad situation. So I'm thankful that it is like, at least turning on and I can see something on the screen. Okay. Well, let's say hypothetically you, you broke it. I would have had to take a day off. I already like texted yeah. my partner here and I was like, you might have to do the class by yourself on Monday. Cause we, we do team on Monday and Wednesday, which would have been re- a nice thing to do. But for me, my PTO is precious. <laughs> I don't want to take it for something like that. And then I would have felt so bad that I'm just like sitting at home, had nothing to do while my students like didn't have everything that they needed or having to like walk somebody through putting stuff into my classroom page, like onto my canvas, that would have been just a whole nightmare. Yeah. Even trying to put together plans for like something else for them to do in your absence would have been hard without a computer. Well, and I mean, I have things for them to do, but again, it would have been like trying to get it uploaded to canvas. Like I know I have like a skeleton plan, but I would have needed to like go in and create the assignment and do all of that, which I'm going to do as soon as we get done here before anything breaks further. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, well, um, I'm glad that you are at least able to use your computer enough to get to your appointment on Monday. So maybe they can take care of it then. Yeah. Well, the funniest part is, okay. So my brother, I have only one sibling, his girlfriend, well, fiance, I don't know. basically his wife, um, works at the Apple store and works at the one that I randomly made the appointment at. And so I don't know, she was, that like, I don't know, she could look into it or whatever. I don't know. I don't expect any special treatment or anything like that. Um, but I do, I would like it to happen same day, but if it can't, again, I have a patch through that I can't do, but it was just so funny that I made the appointment and like, she also works there. Well, and I mean, you know, it's not going to hurt you to know your genius bar person. Like that's, I think that's fine. Well, and I think, I think that she's like a manager. I don't know if she's the one that does the genius bar stuff. I don't know, but like I, it was, it was just nice to know that I was going to walk into a friendly face, especially because it's inside of a mall and I'm already like, you know how I am. I'm just so stressed about having to go into a mall in general. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Those stores inside of malls just might not, they might as well just not even exist to me right now. I know. Well, and I think they're, they're aging out. They really are. Like there was an episode, I think it was of South Park. It was like a Halloween episode where the mall workers that turned into zombies <laughs> you know, and it had stuff like growing inside of the mall and stuff 
which is so crazy because those were like landmark times. Like I remember going to the mall and like doing all my shopping every day and all the things, but yeah, the mall they, used to be a, a, a place like that's a place that you would go. And yeah. Well, and people still go there. Well, there's a lot of people. Listen, there are so, when I was walking around the grocery store today and I was like kind of smirking inside my head, like it's the last time I'll be here. <laughs> And I was looking at all these people in the grocery store and I'm like, what are y'all doing here? Like, why are there so many people here? Don't y'all know that you can order these things online and just pick them up? Like, why, why is the parking lot with the spots that you fit in for a curbside, those spots should be full all the time. Yeah. And it's always like a breakdown of ages. It's not like just like the older generation is in there. It's like a lot of different people, but I have talked to some of my friends who are very particular about things. They're like, I don't really want anybody else picking up my produce, those kind of things. That is the only part. Like I know that I will be back in the grocery store because I'm going to go buy our fruit and veggies there. Yeah. Well, and then there's sometimes like, I don't know. I feel like maybe sometimes I have to, I, this is totally fine. This is not anything that I'm complaining about, but sometimes they'll have to like tell the Instacart person like where to find things or they'll say it's refunded when it's actually there. So I don't know. There are little like intricacies like that, that I could see bothering people if you're like very particular, but like, I'm like, if you want to get me chicken breasts instead of chicken thighs, knock yourself out. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I was always like that, but see, the thing is, is that I miss those little intricacies about Instacart because I haven't used it in so long. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think I like talking to them. Yeah. There's something thrilling about when you can watch them, like, here's what's been shopped and here's what they still need to get. Like, I love to watch and see like, oh, they found that. Yeah. And then they text you. I feel like they're always so nice. Like, okay, John from Instacart, you get a $10 tip. Okay. And they send me like a picture of the aisle. They're like, okay, so here's the shelf. What you're looking for is not here, but is there something else you'd like? I know they're always very, I feel like Instacart in general, like I've had some one-offs where it's been people, I don't know, maybe they were busy or they had a long day or whatever, but most of the time, everybody's really nice. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay. So what is next? What is next? Watching. Watching is next. Yeah. Watching. Okay. So what are you watching, Caitlin? Uh, Young Sheldon just came back on and this show that we really like called Doom Patrol. It just came back on. Um, That's on HBO and it's about uh, a bunch of like fallen superheroes is how I describe them. Like this one girl has um, disassociative disorder. So she's got like multiple personalities. Another person like turns into a blob lady, but she can also stretch. Uh, They have the cyborg guy. They have this guy who's like brain inside of a robot, but they're like not perfect superheroes, which I kind of like. I like things with like a little bit of a rough edge. So it, uh, we really like it. There's three seasons of it so far, but highly recommend. Yeah, it sounds really good. Um, I haven't watched anything with a superhero in it since before Andy left. Um, well, and I wouldn't say that they're superheroes necessarily. They're like, I guess they go on missions and stuff, but none of them really have like powers. They usually tend to kind of mess things up, but <laughs> I don't know if they're, <laughs> I, I like them because they're a little bit more relatable. Okay. Um, well, I have been watching Game of Thrones. Yes. Um, we are on like the end now of season seven. So we are coming up on the end. Oh, you're getting to that hard part. (sighs) 
Yeah, because the end isn't great, but you gotta get there. Like he can't I can't have had like Jamie sitting here for all these hours watching this and him just like give up before the end. Um and the trailer for House of Dragons, girl. Yeah, it looks really good. Um Game Game of Thrones is hard because like we have been able to sit in front of the TV for like nine hours at a time and watch, and it's almost like like we basically just call each other my lord and my lady now. Like we can't help it. Stop. <laughs> like we can't we can't there's nothing we can do it's just part of us now <laughs> i love that he like when he said something about going back in time and living <laughs> game of thrones time that was the, that's just the cutest thing because game well, of thrones time never did. there was no game of thrones time um <laughs> <laughs> breaking tease. i know i know um and i'm also watching american mm-hmm. crime story impeachment oh all right then so all right let me back up because some of you may not know exactly what this is um Uh all right so there's a guy named ryan murphy okay and he's the guy who created american horror story Uh uh-huh and american horror story is one of those shows that it has the same cast every season well roughly the same cast there's people that have been in every season and some people have left and come back or whatever but anyway it's mostly like the same actors okay the story is different every season yeah i've never watched it it's too scary so there's another series that the same guy made that's very similar called american crime story and he has done the oj simpson trial Ooh. and the versace murder Ooh. okay and now the third season of american crime story is impeachment and it's all about monica Lewinsky and bill clinton Mm, okay it is so good now i know that there are some people like there's people that are there's critics out there that have said no they don't love it okay but But you love it it's got like an 8.4 out of 10 on the imdb scale so like people like it um okay i i lived through that i was in high school when all that stuff happened Mm -hmm. so you know it's like i remember bits and pieces of it and of course, this yeah. show is like a fictionalized account. Like, I know that the conversations that Monica and Linda Tripp are having on the show are not like real. Exactly. If they're like dramatizing it. Yes. But I think that Monica Lewinsky is actually a producer on the show or a consultant or something. Oh. Interesting. So, um, and I, I mean, I really, Jamie told me that. I, I'm, assu- I'm assuming he read that somewhere. And I have not seen her name because I haven't been looking for it. Right. Um, I could probably look it up and find out, but I just know that, you know, there is some of the people that were involved in this situation have been consulted about the show. Oh, that's cool. Um, but it's really good. Um, I don't, I haven't finished it. I don't know how it's going to look. Um, that was a weird time because I always kind of liked Bill Clinton. I, yeah. And I feel like even now he's kind of like a likable kind of person. Yeah, even though like my parents are Republicans and did not vote for Clinton. And I was not old enough to vote when he was running for president. Um, right. Well, even back then, I feel like a lot of people who even voted for him were like, oh no, like your moral choice. Yeah. But it's like, I never felt like even back then mm-hmm. that what anybody is doing bedroom wise is anybody else's business. Right. I know. I always feel bad for like celebrities when their like divorce news gets blasted everywhere or like if there's something happened in their relationship or 
I don't know. I feel like that would be probably the hardest part of being a celebrity because people are going to be judging these like intimate parts of your life and they really have no idea what happened. <laughs> you know, right. like, you know, and listen, I understand like he is married. Sure. Yeah. She was a young, too young intern. Like there were, there were things about it that were wrong, very, very wrong. And I am not going to suggest for one minute that he is not a predator. I am a hundred percent sure that that man is probably garbage when it comes to his treatment of women. Sure. Like I, I, and and I like Bill Clinton. This is not me. Like, but I, I believe the women that have said like he harassed me or whatever. Um, but the way that this show is making it look Mm-hmm. is that Monica and Bill had a relationship. Mm-hmm. This was not just her on her knees in the Oval Office. Okay. Like they yeah, talked on the phone. He gave her gifts. Like they were, he was, she was like a mistress of sorts. Mm-hmm. And she was not interested in any of that coming out. She was not trying to name him as like a, as a predator. Right. You know, it's like all that stuff was coming out with, who was it? Paula Jones. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like all of that stuff happened. And I remember as a teenager, as a high school student, just kind of thinking like, why are we talking about this? Yeah. That's what I thought about it. Like, this is so awkward. Yeah. Yes. I was like, why this is not important. What the president does with his genitalia is not important to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like I was always just like, let's get out of his business. Now, if he's raping people or harassing people, like that's different. Yeah. But this was like a relationship and I just didn't feel like it was any of our business. Now I know that he lied under oath. Yeah. And he definitely um, abused his power because she was an intern and that is a slippery slope. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that he is wrong. I just remember at the time feeling like this is too big of a deal for how much we're talking about it. Right. Exactly. I mean, things things like that come up even now. And I'm like, what, what are we being distracted from the conspiracy theory? Yeah, exactly. There's bigger stuff happening, but we're going to talk about this non-important thing. Yeah. Your attention away from like the real stuff. Yeah. So So we can go ahead and slide this bill in. That's really going to screw all of you. Yeah. Yes. But I will say this, Hillary Clinton Okay, it is it is complete and look, I don't care what side of the political spectrum you are on. Yeah. Most and, and look, I know that there may not be men that agree with me, but if you are a woman and you're listening to this, mm-hmm. a woman should not be held responsible publicly for the infidelity of her husband. Especially if she decides to stay with him. Right. Like, okay, so yep, Hillary stayed, whatever. Think whatever you want to about her. People hate her, and I get that. But for people to call up his sexual misconduct during her campaign that because you are never going to see a male politician being held responsible for his wife's sexual actions it's very true and then while hillary's running for president everybody wants to talk about what bill did while he was in office like why should she be responsible or even held why should she have to even answer to what he did in office now yes i know that she covered stuff up too i'm sure that there were women she knew about that it was oh blah 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 but yeah, but I mean, like that's their relationship. If they, if she knows that he is stepping out of their marriage and she chooses to stay there, if she's a grown woman. She's welcome to do that. Right. And at the same time, it's the same people that are criticizing her that want to yell about family values. Mm-hmm. And she chose to stay with her family. 
Yeah. And try to make it work for whatever reason, whether it was whatever reason, that is all. whatever. Yeah. yeah. We can't know what's involved in that relationship, but it just, it bothered me that the stuff that he did that was bad while he was president, that she had to answer for it when she was running. Yeah, for sure. Because that's her husband. Like what he does is not like, those are his mistakes. Yeah. Well, and I feel like the biggest thing that like people had an issue with was not necessarily like what happened and like the whole issue was that he like came on camera and he said that he didn't do it and so then like how are you supposed to trust this like leader that lied basically right but like I said I mean like I get it that he lied under oath and that he shouldn't yeah. have done that and yeah. I also am you know pretty sure that he and Hillary like that she probably knew about some of the women in his like that oh, sure. yeah like I, I know that she is not blameless yeah but I mean also like other presidents have lied about other things <laughs> You know, it's like, if you are under the guise that your politicians are not lying to you, you probably should come out of the blanket (laughs) in in the adult world. But seriously, have you ever seen a man publicly get criticized and held responsible for his wife's infidelity? I don't think so. I don't think that I've actually ever heard of a female. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I don't watch the news enough. I've never seen, you know, it's like, you're not going to catch a politician, like some guy that's running for governor in some state. They're not yes. going to not elect him because his wife had an affair one time. Yeah, very true. You know, but, but we're, like, we're really going off on Bill Clinton. We should go to the next one. Yes, that's what I'm watching. <laughs> okay, well, um, this, this one will be a little uh, lighter. Um, what are you eating right now? Um, Real talk. Yes. Beef jerky. Oh, okay. Okay. I crave it. I must be, I must have an iron deficiency or something right now because I'm craving beef jerky. Like it's nobody's business. Wow. Yeah. And I like it to be really sweet and tender. I don't like that real chewy stuff that breaks your teeth. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so I know that's weird. That's a weird thing. Not weird, but I, I love it. So what are you eating? Um, I've been really into cottage cheese lately which is so random I don't understand why or where but like I remembered that cottage cheese is a low-carb snack or food item or whatever and so I've added it to my like low-carb lunch routine and I'm loving it I'll have it with like a so like we have these uh heirloom tomatoes that we like to get and so I'll have like a slice of tomato with the cottage cheese and it's so good yeah I can't get on board with the cottage cheese oh I love it so much (laughs) I love it I think that is nasty. Oh, you don't like it? Oh, I really no. like it. I used to like it a lot in my grandparents' house. So my granddad would always eat it with fruit in it. So he would like to cut up like cantaloupe or pineapple or whatever and put it in there. And that was always really good too. So maybe it's like a childhood memory type thing. Well, I mean, I grew up with my mom eating it and I would always try it and she would always put stuff in it and I would just be like, oh, no. Mm-mm. And as an adult, I tried it because I thought, well, it's healthy and you're a grown up and no. Mm-mm. Okay. What about yogurt? Do you like yogurt? Sometimes. Okay. So maybe it's just like this whole like pat un- like rotten milk thing for you. <laughs> like you just don't like your milk with flavor in it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yogurt's okay. Um, I have had Greek yogurt prepared in ways that I did enjoy it. But yeah. and I really like time, too. most of the time mm-hmm. when I have eaten yogurt, it's been because I felt like I had to <laughs> to prevent some kind of infection when you're taking antibiotics. No, just like, oh, well, yogurt's healthy. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, I really like yogurt too. So, I, you know, I ate it because I thought, well, I mean, this will be healthy for me. 
<laughs> well, I'm really, I'm digging the cottage cheese right now. I'm feeling it. Well, I'm glad that you like it because they still sell it at the grocery store. So somebody must be eating it. I bought the Costco size recently. That's oh, wow. <laughs> I'm having like two tablespoons on my lunch usually. Um, okay. So what are you loving right now? What am I loving? Um, what am I loving? I am loving going into the holiday season, like, and that it's getting cold outside and that I'm not sweating. And I feel like I'm getting on top of my organizing. Like, I feel like I'm just on an upswing right now. A lot of people get energized when like spring and summer happen. No, no. When it starts to get cold outside, I'm like, yes, it's time to turn up. (laughs) Well, I have to agree with you. I am loving that it's starting to get cooler. And today when I went to the grocery store and I was walking from my car to the grocery store, I was like, how is it still hot? No. Like, why? Why am I still like, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the temperature right now. It is 80 degrees. Like what is going on? Like in the mornings, it's so nice. Like Jamie and I sat on the patio this morning and had our coffee and it was just perfect fall, gorgeous. The evenings are amazing. But then right in the middle of the day, it is false fall here in North Carolina. Uh-uh. Oh no. See, we're right in like, it is like cold at night, cold in the morning, barely warm in the day. I think our high has been around like 59 to 62. Portland understood the assignment <laughs> with fall. It's been raining. I'm here for it. Well, I know that it's, you know, I know that it's coming, but this is one of the things that I love about TikTok. You can find people on TikTok that live in the South and know all the 12 different types of fall season that we have here. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like you, you go through a time where you're on hell's front porch I actually followed this guy who's from the South and he just moved to Washington and his TikToks about living in the Pacific Northwest after having lived in the South are gems. Oh my gosh, please send him to me. Oh, please. (laughs) It's gems. And he's, um, so he's a gay black man also. And so he's like, when I came here, everybody loves me. (laughs) I feel at home here, you know, just all these things. And then he made one recently about how um, he was like walking through the rain with his like big, huge umbrella. And he was looking around and he's like, these people are out here with their t-shirts on and no coats in the rain. <laughs> what are he, doesn't, he doesn't know. He doesn't know how y'all live. No, he does not. It's very funny. It, I will send him to you. He's very funny. You so yes, I'm loving football and uh, all the things. You can always tell when somebody's not from Portland, if they're using an umbrella. <laughs> Exactly. If you're from Portland, you're wearing Columbia sportswear rain layer or nothing. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> oh, well, I, I, I hope that you noticed how like stealthily I moved my trip to Portland from August to November. <laughs> you were afraid of our lack of air conditioning. Oh, he talked, he talked yeah. about that too. <laughs> Once you told me that you didn't have any air conditioner, I was like, nah, man. I'm not the only one that does not have air conditioning. There are whole apartment buildings that don't have air conditioning here. I'm like, I have lived on this planet too long. I have worked too hard to be trying to go in these buildings without air conditioning. Mm-mm. Could you even imagine? And then you would have come this summer and it would have been like the hottest summer we've had on record, like ever. I know y'all have like the swelter dome or whatever. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> the sweat dome. I don't even, <laughs> the heat dome. Yeah. Okay. So what are you loving? Oh, the same as you, just the cooler weather that we're, 
they're hinting at that we're gonna have they're hinting <laughs> they're hinting you know what's gonna happen it's gonna go from this false fall to snowing <laughs> you're not gonna have any in between yeah that's what always happens um fall is like 25 minutes on a random tuesday when it gets cold <laughs> 25 minutes and portland is like oh we'll be in fall for the next two months <laughs> <laughs> no not here um that's everybody's always like wait so you can wear a coat on halloween right like no nah, uh-uh we don't no they go, kids go trick-or-treating here we don't worry about them getting cold see and I'm like can you put on your leggings underneath your costume please like just wear your pajamas underneath and you'll have an extra layer it'll be fine (laughs) um I feel like I'm loving other things but I can't remember what they are right now um (laughs) yeah but um okay so what are you dreaming what am I dreaming um I am dreaming no lie of a white Christmas I want some a a little bit they overdid it last year (laughs) a little bit a dusting of snow this year for a postcard or an Instagram photo. That's all. Yeah, I want. You got real mad at the snow last year. I'm still, I'm traumatized. <laughs> I'm traumatized, but well, I feel like we're a little bit more prepared because we have all the surge protectors. So nothing's going to like go out unless the power goes out, but people like t- an hour from here in Salem were out of power for weeks. Yeah, I know. And you were so excited to be getting snow. You were sending me pictures of the weather on your screenshot. You were so excited. And then as soon as it got there, you were like, I hate this. I hate this. This is terrible. Because they overdid it. Portland snow, what we're we're used to is we're used to it like snow flurrying in the morning. Maybe your roof gets like a tiny bit white. You might be able to see it on your grass. And then it's gone by like 1 p.m. I did not want bunches of snow for days on end that was going to ruin every electronic device in in my home and it's funny because there are people in this country that you know eventually like winter comes and it snows and then they just have snow on the ground for like months but they are prepared like minnesota and pennsylvania and wherever else it snows like they're prepared portland portland is not prepared i know it's like we here in north carolina we get like two snowflakes and they're like oh my gosh shut everything down <laughs> I know. everybody's like stay off the roads <laughs> you're yes. like it's gonna take an hour bread and milk everybody go out and get your bread and your milk right now because it's gonna snow snowpocalypse <laughs> <laughs> and there have been times that we've had bad snow that like we needed that bread and that milk but then most of the time it's just people get crazy no way we live across the street from a grocery store so I will just walk over there <laughs> if we need anything else well I live within walking distance of a liquor store so I'm covered you are set you'll at least be very well hydrated yes hydrated <laughs> uh, okay so I am dreaming yeah what are you dreaming of being good at this stay-at-home mom thing Ooh. okay I think you'll do just fine that's my goal is that I really will clean things Okay. I know I'm right there with you. I feel like I need to be back on my like cleaning routine because for a while there I was doing really good balancing all the things. I I feel like I'm like a half stay at home mom because I work from home. Yeah. So I need, I'm right there with you. I want to be back on my routine. So we'll hold each other accountable. Well, I've got to find my cleaning routine. So that's part of my dream is like being able to sit down with my planners and like figure out like which days works best for me to do what. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And, you know, just keeping things like when we have all seven of us under the same roof, the dishwasher yeah. runs like three times a day. Oh my word. No. Yeah, it does. Like it, we have to, because we, we, you can't have like all yeah, the dishes dirty at dinner time. 
<laughs> no, you can't. You need to buy more sets of dishes. That's what we've been talking about is just buying more dishes. But it's like, then if you buy more dishes, they're not all going to fit in the dishwasher. It's so true. You're going to have yeah. stuff piling up in the sink. Like I, I have, since I've moved in with Jamie, we do not go to bed very often with dishes in the sink. Well, there you go. I like that. Yeah. I've been trying really hard to like after dinners, get everything put away and cleaned up. So you know, I, I don't want, I don't want there to be like morning dishes. That's now for me, if that happens, like if I see dishes in the sink the next morning, I'm like, Oh, that can wait till this afternoon. Oh, that can wait till this evening. Oh, I could do that tomorrow. I'm so (laughs) bad about it. Yeah. But see, there's too many of us for me to let that happen. I know you, because you would just never, you'd be eating out of your hands. I mean, like we go through so many glasses, Mm -hmm. You know, like people going to get water and then leaving it sitting somewhere and then going to get another one. I'm like, it's a full-time job just to collect glasses from the house. <laughs> collect glasses. They all need to start bringing them down. You got to start training them. Well, I am teaching mine and like my two have their glass of water at night before they go to bed mm-hmm. and they use the same bedtime water glass all week. Yes, we do. Okay. So another pro tip, we do water bottles. They have their water bottles that just stay in their room. These are the same water bottles that are their school water bottles too. So they just stay in there and then don't have to worry about like a dish or whatever. Just Yeah. I like that. And ours do have water bottles, but they come to and from, like they go to and from school with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the afternoons when they get home, like they put them in the sink so that we can wash them. Like it's just this whole thing. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, like we're we're working on how how can seven people live here and it not drive us insane. But um, yeah. yeah. So I'm dreaming of being good at this. Like I'm dreaming of like really doing it and like I want to learn how to make pasta. I want to learn how to make my own ketchup. You know what I mean? Like I want to be like in it. Yes, and you'll find your routine. I'm sure. Or I mean, you're gonna have to because, like you said, with seven people, you can't not have a routine. Yeah, I'm gonna have to figure out like what works and all that. So. Um, all right. So how are you feeling? Feeling? Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm, I'm pretty overwhelmed if I'm hundred percent honest, cause I'm still worried about my mom. I'm a little stressed about my computer. Um, but I'm, I think I'm, Oh, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> if that makes sense. I'm hanging in there. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, is it okay for us to say, like, I don't really think I'm feeling much of anything, not like I'm numb or have like a problem, but like, I don't have like any specific feeling that I can pinpoint other than just like, I guess I'm nervous. I'm nervous about like starting this new routine, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been wanting for him to go back to work for a while. Yeah. But it's like, now that it's really happening, it's like, I've grown accustomed to him, like being there all the time. Right. And I feel like our world is just one crisis after another. Like I keep telling Leanne about these like world shattering things that are happening in my life. And I'm surprised she doesn't think I'm like catfishing her or something because it is, it has been one thing after another since March of 2020. I kid you not. I feel like our family has just not had a break. You know, I agree with you because sometimes like you'll tell me something and I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> You're like again. Jesus. Like, how are you still living? Like, I would have just done passed away. Like, just oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. It's uh so I'm really hoping that like once I get all of my elderly family members their life alert subscription for Christmas, that will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I they think I'm joking. I'm not joking. Oh, you need to get it. They need to wear those necklaces. 
they are going to wear them. <laughs> and I told my mom, I was like, if you don't start keeping your cell phone in your pocket, <laughs> because then it'll, and put me as your emergency contact. Cause if you fall, it will tell me. Yes. That's, see, that's what you need. Like, Hey, mm-hmm. your mom fell, but her, her phone's in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, thank goodness that my cousin was there with her when she fell. Otherwise yeah. she would have been laying in the yard for goodness knows how long. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. I know. So I'm just, I would like the crises to stop with happening. I mean, regular life stuff is stressful. I'm an adult. I'm well aware that like, I'm just going to start saying, oh, we'll be less busy next week for the rest of my life until I die. I understand that life is busy in those things, but I feel like the things that we have been going through this year and last year have been exceptionally bad. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And then you tell me today, you're like, well, I, I, I spilled water on my laptop and I'm just like, girl, like just stop it. I know. Get out of your own way. <laughs> I, I know. So all of the beverages are staying away from the electronics from here on out. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. So I'm, I'm feeling okay. I'm hoping for some improvement soon. It is our anniversary and we're going to get pumpkin cake that we both really like and Brian's cleaning. So that's hoping. Well, at least you can find the silver lining. I can. I'm ever the optimist okay so what is next we have uh listening what are you listening to right now oh um i have been listening to what is it lil nas x (laughs) yes Uh, that album is gold i know i've been listening to um megan the stallion still Mm -hmm. um taylor is still in the rotation yes and I even pulled out some Celine Dion last week. Ooh, get it. <laughs> yep, I did. Because I was inspired by a TikTok video that I saw that had one of those songs in it. And I was like, I'm going to listen to Celine all day. And I did. <laughs> so just my, yeah, my, my listening is, did you see that TikTok that I sent you of that girl, like listening to all that gangster rap music while she knows she's going to Hobby Lobby? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is so me like on the way to the grocery store just like is you that know. you yeah that is so I'm, I'm always like singing along with my music like oh I'm just going to the grocery store <laughs> oh that's so good um okay so listening to uh okay so I was really feeling the Hamilton soundtrack the other day I was listening to that I really like to listen to podcasts that I've had to unsubscribe to several lately Um, so my podcast rotation is a little bit, I guess, lacking. So I'm going to need to find, and I'm looking for like, I don't know, good crafty planner podcasts. So let me know your recommendations if you have any. Um, but I don't, I haven't been listening to any good podcasts lately, but the Hamilton soundtrack was in the rotation. And then do you know who Casey Musgraves, Musgroves is? Yes. She was just on SNL this past week. Oh, was she? Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, um, I'm listening to her a lot lately. I really, I like, I don't usually like country music necessarily, but I really like her. So yeah, yeah. I liked, I liked her on SNL. Um, the SNL season premiere was so bad. Oh no. Um, the only thing that was good about it was her. Honestly. I heard that Kim Kardashian gave a pretty funny performance. Oh, I guess that was this weekend. I need to watch that. Oh, okay. That was a different episode. Okay. I don't watch last it. I don't week. have regular, I don't have television like regular people. Yeah, last week was the season premiere and Owen Wilson was the host. And I'm just like, who even cares about Owen Wilson anymore? I mean, like, I like him, but I feel like he, his, I don't know. I, he maybe needs to retire. 
Well, it wasn't funny. Like nothing on the show was funny. Oh no. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of really talented people on there. So I just, they need to get it together. Yeah. Um, all right. Last but not least, what are you drinking? Drinking. Okay. I just bought eggnog. They have it at Costco right now. And I saw it on the Costco Instacart app and I was like, okay. <laughs> so I had a glass of eggnog last night, non-alcoholic but very delicious. Wow. You're already on the eggnog, huh? I love eggnog. If I could drink eggnog all year long, I would. And oh. there's, there's a, a dairy around. I don't know if they sell this everywhere, but I think this is a local dairy, dairy gold. Their eggnog is the best. Well, um, I like eggnog when it's got spiced rum in it. <laughs> um, Hence the name spice plants. <laughs> yeah, but, um, so y'all know that I have been like trying not to drink as much right um well you know that's hard what if you just make yourself I had an idea I had this I was thinking about you the other day while I was in the shower and what if you make yourself mocktails like what if you make non-alcoholic versions would it be the same well I think that my problem is is that like I would like to start losing some weight yeah and the alcohol plus the mixers is where I'm getting a lot of my calories because I'm really not eating that much during the day yeah. If you, if you, if you drink your calories, that'll add up. For sure. Yeah. So that's kind of where I am. I'm just like, okay, so if I'm really going to lose some weight, I'm going to have to cut down on the drinking. So I have been trying, but it's like, I do like to have a beer at night and we went to some wineries and we were in the mountains and that was really fun. So, I mean, like I've been doing some drinking, but I mean, the other night, like I just had too much rum and I just didn't feel good. Like it just, I didn't mean to. Yeah. You know? Um, so, I mean, the, if you want to know like what I've been drinking, like I've like, I guess my, my liquor of choice lately has been rum, but I can't, I, I, I've got to, you got to chill it. I need to say what I'm drinking for the rest of this month is water. Yeah. Or make, I don't know if you need to be more fun, make it seltzer water. Yeah. Spicy water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I know like once you get into like a habit of having something every day, like for a while there, I was having like, I don't know, uh, juice every day, which is a, a little more tame than alcohol, but like the sugars add up and it doesn't make me feel very good. So, yeah, I know that's how I feel with the sugar that I'm putting in. Like the, you know, like when you have vodka and orange juice, like orange juice is high in calories. That's true. And I used to drink a lot of orange juice. That's for sure. Yeah. So what are you drinking? I am drinking eggnog. Oh, that's right. That's what you said. <laughs> I was like, oh. Leanne eggnog. is present, everyone. <laughs> no, that's like a meal though. Like eggnog, like you could have put that over there with eating. I did have it with my dessert. Okay. So at our local grocery store, the one time that I went in, they have this like back wall of clearance things. So like things that people are not buying or like broken bags of chips or whatever. And I found that organic Reese's cups for like 29 cents each. Did I buy 12 cases of them? Absolutely. So I had, <laughs> I had one little Reese's cup thing and a glass of eggnog for my dessert last night. And it was, delicious. that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I think that that may be the show. I think so. We've been here for a while. Yes. Um, so real quickly, if you want to find Caitlin and follow her on all of her places, then you can find her at Instagram on uh, <laughs> on instagram at creating in chaos underscore official you can also find her on patreon and youtube as creating in chaos and she has a teacher instagram which is 
uh, Chaos in the Classroom, and you can also follow her duck adventures, and there's going to be new ones coming up soon because they have a new duck, so you better get over to duckingchaos underscore official. You can also catch her every Monday and Friday here on the Spice Chaos podcast, and she hangs out at the Spice Chaos podcast Instagram as well, so go get her. Absolutely. Then you can find Leanne at Spice Plans on Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon. And make sure that you're following her in all of those places because she's getting to work this week. She is going to work. I allegedly, I mean, yes, she's doing the thing. She's going to do it. I know she is. I have faith. So she's, she's, going, she's coming back. I just miss your YouTube videos. Personally. <laughs> anyway, Okay. So you can find her there. So go follow her. And then, um, you can also find her over on spice horizons. Um, when she has time in her busy schedule with her household of seven people to play animal crossing. Um, but she does post on there occasionally. And then she works so hard on this podcast, y'all. She does so many things behind the scenes. So you can hear her right here with me every Monday and Friday. And then she works very diligently and hard on our Instagram page as well. So um, yes, go find her in all of those places. You're using so many generous adjectives. (laughs) Well, I I'm trying to encourage, I'm doing the encouraging. (laughs) If you do your strategy, they will come. Yes. You You put those good adjectives out there in the universe and maybe they'll come back. I hope so because selfishly I just love your social media stuff your pictures are beautiful your videos are always funny and entertaining so I I'm selfishly wanting just to see them again in my feed I'm ready I'm ready and I have you know just we're it's been a process but I'm finding my way so got this Oh, well, everyone have a wonderful week. If you get a chance, um, go wish Caitlin a happy anniversary somewhere in social media land. Um, you know, there will be the obligatory wedding photo posted sometime today. Yes. Um, she, um, made it 11 years, which is great. Um, we made it without, and I always tell Brian that every year I add a different number, but it feels like it's only been 11 minutes underwater. (laughs) That's so cute. Yeah. Um, no, but they are a couple goals, y'all. So just pay attention. Um, <laughs> well, we worked, we worked hard to get here. So, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, everybody have a wonderful week out there and, um, we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye friends. Bye.